You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I would imagine that there's not a lot of Giants fans that are dancing right now. Anita Marks with you on this Thursday evening with you from 10 to midnight. We've got Harvey and Joe producing the show. Gentlemen, good evening, good evening. I know that uh, Ty just wrapped things up with his show, and I, I know we've got a lot of calls uh, and a lot of uh, reaction to uh, to what has all unfolded with Saquon Barkley and the New York football Giants. Uh, that is where we're going to start the show. We'll spend a lot of time talking about the Giants, of course, the Jets, Aaron Rodgers talking to the media today. Uh, they have uh, arrived, right, um, in regard to training camp and big show tomorrow, right, gentlemen? We've got uh, Rick and Dave who are going to be out there live from Jets camp. That's going to be exciting. Rick and Dave have a a list of guests tomorrow morning. It's phenomenal. So at six forty five a.m., Michael uh, Hardman is going to join them at seven o'clock. Elijah Vera Tucker, seven fifteen. C.J. Mosley, seven thirty. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's going. Can you imagine Aaron? Rod- They've got to do a fun segment there because, as we know, Aaron Rodgers uh, was in in the. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, in the discussion, in the consideration to take over uh, for Alex Trebek with Jeopardy. Could you, I mean, can, can't you see like a weekly segment with Aaron Rodgers and, and uh, Dave Rothenberg? A little. Like can Aaron stump a little Dave stump Rothenberg? Rothenberg with, with Rodgers? Right? That would be awesome. That'd be awesome. I, I mean, it's just, it's just. It just makes sense, does it not? You want to tussle? Exactly. It just makes sense to me. And then, of course, Robert Sala joining them at 930. So, um, yes, definitely a star-studded cast for DiPietro in Rothenburg. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, and so that will be appointment radio tomorrow, no doubt. Um, but uh, so so a lot of NFL talk. And, and of course, uh, unfortunately, uh, you've got a Mets team that lost uh, tonight. Um, to the White Sox, or today to the White Sox, 6-2. We'll talk some Major League Baseball. Yankees uh, were off today, but they're back in action tomorrow. Uh, And and I think the conversation there is, uh, I I think for both these teams, right? Like, what happens as we get closer to August 1st, that trade deadline? We did hear from Steve Cohen, what, two, three weeks ago, gentlemen, right? Like, if this Mets team doesn't turn things around, then... Uh, you know, we're, we're going to, we're, we're going to be sellers, not buyers. Okay. Can, can the Yankees do the same thing? I don't think so. Um, no matter how many games they lost, uh, which is four straight, by the way, nine of their last 11. Um, I, I just, I can't, I I don't, I can't envision the Yankees being sellers, but anyway, uh, we will dive into that as well. Women's world cup in action, Although uh, their first game is against Vietnam tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. But, uh, but you still have some uh, World Cup action. And, uh, and, and we're going to preview for you, bigger picture, can the United States win yet another uh, Women's World Cup? So that's what we have coming your way the next two hours. But let's kick it off first and foremost with Saquon Barkley. So let's rewind before we look forward. And in regard to what we know happened, um, let's keep in mind that the Giants went to Saquon Barkley 
first. Before they made an offer for Daniel Jones, they went to Saquon Barkley first and made him an offer. One that, from what I understand, was um, pretty reasonable considering uh, where, where he stands in the grand scheme of running backs. Would you gentlemen say that it's fair to say that Saquon Barkley is a top five running back in the NFL? Top five, yeah. Yeah. Right? I think that's fair. I think you can argue, obviously, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, uh, I think you can argue what Christian McCaffrey, um, Nick Cleveland Chubb. Browns, Nick Chubb, um, Austin Eckler, right? Derek Henry. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, exactly. Thank you. Um, that's it. That's so I, then you got to put Saquon. Right, right. So, so I, I think, I think it's, I think it's fair that you could put Saquon in that. And from what I understand, so the the first initial offer prior to the Giants offering anything to Daniel Jones uh, was in the realm of that top five running back figure. Okay, and he declined it. Um, so then the Giants said, okay, uh, we're going to turn our attention on Daniel Jones, and we're going to try to get the Daniel Jones deal done now. And that's what they did. Then they were able to come to an agreement with Daniel Jones. And then they, of course, circled back and tried to get something worked out with Saquon Barkley. And um, and I was I was hearing what was being communicated to me because I was on, I was filling in for Alan Hahn this past week and I was on with Bart Scott. And what was being communicated to me from those that were in the know uh, with, uh, with the situation that was unfolding is that the Giants felt pretty confident that Saquon Barkley was going to sign... Uh, whatever deal was was on the table for him, whether it's two, three years, um, you know, anywhere between uh, twelve to, to to fifteen million dollars guaranteed per year, but really at the end of the day, what's being communicated now was it, it was the guaranteed money uh, that was not satisfactory for Saquon Barkley, um. And, and also, in, in, in some of the conversation that I've had with, with, again, a few people that have been in the know, is the, um, how do I phrase this, um, lack of future commitment, right? So, uh, from what I understand, like, so a, a three-year deal where, where the, the first two years were set, but the third year could be voided. Okay. Um, and, and I think where that, that came where, you know, where we heard a lot, a lot of the, you know, not being respected from Saquon Barkley, but nonetheless here now here's where we are, right? Daniel got his deal done. Saquon Barkley is now playing on the franchise tag of $10.1 million this season. Um, and gentlemen, I, I know you said you have the uh, the the sound from Saquon Barkley, and he was on he was on a podcast, right? He was on a podcast, or a it wasn't like there there was a network that was interviewing him. Is that correct? No, it was the Money Matters podcast. He was on. There we go. Um, so I, I just I, I want to play this this cut, and and I know it's been circulating and and it's been trending. Um, so gentlemen, let, let's, let's play it right now. This is my leverage. My leverage is 
I could say F you to the Giants. I could say F you to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my worth? You want to show you how much how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. Right. I won't play it down. And that's a play I can use. Do I? Anybody knows me. Knows that's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has it something that crossed my mind. It's like I has never to. I never thought I would ever do that. But like now I'm at a point where it's like, Jesus. Like I I might have to take it to this level. And like, am I willing? Am I prepared to take it to the level? I don't know. That's something I got to sit down and like I got to talk to my family. I got to sit down and talk to my team. Got to really you know strategize about this. Can't just like go off of emotions. I I, I <laughs> where do I even begin with this? Right. Um. There's there's a lot of ways to digest this. Um. One is. Okay. I could understand you feeling this way, but is it, is it the wisest decision to say it out loud on a podcast? I think not. All right, um, you're in his camp. What, what would you advise him to do? I agree with you, but... I, but well, I'm, I'm not... His, his I'm, not I'm not there. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. My, but my point being right now is I certainly, if I was in his camp, I certainly would not have suggested or agreed to him saying that publicly. Okay, maybe we're saying this behind closed doors because this is, this is you know, um, an, an avenue that we can travel down. But I'm not airing this. For Giants fans to hear, I'm not airing this for networks to hear. I'm not airing this for the Giants to hear. This is this this is his camp. Like again, this this could be option A. I'm sure that they are discussing many options in regard to what Saquon Barkley should do. But first of all, the arrogance that exudes from this soundbite is is like is a huge turnoff to me oh i'm the end all be all i'm the i i just i won't show up and you'll suck like really so just and and again like i understand he was the straw that stirred the drink last year with this giants offense totally get it but just the and and I don't I don't I worked for the Giants for seven years. Saquon Barkley was there when when I I was not. So I don't I don't I don't know Saquon Barkley like I, I know a lot of older Giant players. Okay. But what I do know about him, what I've heard about him, and people who are close to him. What we just heard does not represent his personality based on what has been communicated to me. Um, so I believe in the conversations that I've had with a number of people, they've used the word shocked. Shocked. Shocking. That he would even say this publicly on a podcast. Just alone, the arrogance is... Off-putting, number one. 
Number two, um, I, I and and I'm and and I'm I want to open the phone lines eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I'm curious. Do Giants fans feel the way I do? I, I'd like to take a poll here. Giants fans, are you like, screw you? You want to F the Giants? You want to F your teammates? Screw you. Or are Giants fans out there going, yeah, man, that's right, Saquon, you tell them. I'm, I, I'm, you do that, dude. You show them. You show the Giants. I, I'm I'm really curious. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So for, I, there there this is an onion. There's a lot of layers here. My first layer that I'm pulling back is ooh bad look. Saquon, oh boy, did your camp tell you to do that? Who told you to do that? Horrible advice. Horrible advice. That's so 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 that's one. And, and Joe, you, you asked me, if I was in Saquon's camp, what would I advise him to do? I'll share that with you when we get back. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks in for uh, Larry and Gordon tonight, right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I have came up publicly and said that I, I want to be a, a giant for life. I don't want to hit the free agency market. Like, obviously... I feel like it could have been done. We could have got the job done. Obviously, you know, they have their they have their version of it. I have my version of it. But that's probably where it's like to me where it's a little it don't sit right with me because I'm like, I've came out like I don't I wanna be here. Like I nothing more. I would love to bring a Super Bowl, bring a championship to the place I was born. Like I was a Jets fan growing up, but I would drive by that stadium when I would go from Pennsylvania to New York to visit my family. And like even if I was asleep or whatever, my dad would always make sure I seen that stadium. And like in my mind as a kid, like I'ma play in that stadium one day. Like, you know, kinda like manifested all that in this here. So like I don't I'm, I live in New Jersey, I got a beautiful home, my family loves it, I'm close to my family. Like, for me it's like I don't wanna go anywhere else and like I just wanna get to football. Saquon Barkley wanting to be a giant for life. This day and age, it just doesn't happen. Athletes like that are outliers. Eli Manning, Derek Jeter, day and age of free agency, especially at the running back position. At the end of the day, it's a business. So uh, it, that, that is unfortunate. 800-919-3776. Um, let's go to James in New York. James, welcome in. Good evening. How are you? I'm great. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's in the personal front to the Giants. I mean, the man wants what he wants. Now, the market dictates so on and so forth. So I understand what a, a a difference of a million, a million five, and the Giants couldn't give it to him. Um. I, so, so a few things. I mean, James, I, I'm I'm really curious. Besides the contract, the contract is what it is. It it wasn't agreed upon. He's playing on the franchise tag. I'm curious. More importantly, how do you feel about what he said? That's what I, I'm. I mean, I, I, that, I'm more. I'm more curious. How do you feel about what he said? He. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. He spoke out of frustration. Okay, he could probably. Said things that may be a little bit, how should I say, politically correct. But uh, 
I didn't have a problem with it. You know, he wants what he wants. Now, whether he'll get it or not, time will tell. I mean, I hope he doesn't sit out because I think about uh, Bell. When he sat out for that year, he never came back the same. I really hope that he – I hope they can work it out. I really, really do. But personally, like I said, I do not have a problem with him, you know, blowing off some steam, if you will. I don't think it's a bad thing. James, appreciate the phone call. So so what happens now? I mean, there's a lot of avenues that, that Saquon could, could, um, could venture down. Uh, number one is for uh, first, first things first, uh, I don't anticipate seeing him at training camp, right? Uh, and that's not a big surprise. And, and I don't think it'll be that big of a hit because he played in this offense last season, albeit new components to this offense. I think the offense is going to be a little bit different. The fact that Darren Waller is here, but nonetheless, something that I'm sure Saquon could pick up, and I don't think it'll be too difficult. So the fact that he will not be at camp uh, doesn't, and, and the fact that Brian Dable in this offense was implemented last year, I, I don't have that big of a concern in regard to, oh, no, he's going to miss camp. He's, he's, he's not going to know the playbook, uh, right? That, that's not going to happen. That's first and foremost. However, um, if he doesn't show up towards the until the end of training camp, which, by the way, this is what I anticipate happening. I anticipate Saquon Barkley missing training camp, showing up towards the end of training camp, and not being ready to play week one against the Dallas Cowboys. Okay? So, um, and, and again, filled in for Alan Hahn this week, and, and Bart and I talked a lot about a hold in as opposed to a hold out. So what does that mean? He's there, um, but his body is not in quote-unquote football shape, so therefore he doesn't want to risk starting and playing in the Dallas game. Maybe this, may, maybe we won't see Saquon Barkley play until week three or week four until he's in quote-unquote football shape because he doesn't want to risk injury. That's how I envision this playing out. That's how I think this is going to play out. Okay? But I thought Saquon was going to sign his deal. So I was wrong there. I could be wrong here. But I, I, I don't think Saquon's going to be ready to go week one. Of course, if he does not show up to training camp and is upset as he is, um, I don't anticipate that happening. So there is that. For every game that Saquon Barkley misses. Now, now, if he shows up and he has a hold in, that's different. He's there, he showed up, but he's not in football shape, and therefore he's concerned. I'm sure the Giants medical staff would be concerned that his body is not ready for week one, and so he would be on the inactive list. But So that's different. That's not what I'm talking about. If Saquon Barkley holds out and doesn't show up at all and is not on the inactive list for week one, he will lose $590,000 per game. Okay? So there's that. And he has to show up by week 10. If he shows up after week 10, the season is null and void. This season will mean nothing, and the Giants will continue to have 
his franchise rights for this, the next two years remaining. Okay? So, um, if, if I was Saquon Barkley's agent, if I was his, well, first of all, I would have told him to sign. So there's that. Okay. Um, but since he did not, that's probably how I would advise him is don't show up to camp, arrive the latest day possible where you don't get fined and you're not losing any money and give yourself some time to get into football shape. Don't start, don't play until you feel you are a hundred percent ready and in football condition. Doesn't mean he's not working hard at home. It doesn't mean he's not working hard with a trainer. They all do that. But, um, but I, I, I think we will not see Saquon Barkley in that backfield and truly starting for the Giants week one. I just don't see it happening. 800-919-3776, especially as upset uh, as he is. Let's go to Ruben in Indiana. Ruben, welcome in. Hello. Hi. 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 Yes. So, so I had a comment on your Saquon Barkley uh, situation. I'm glad you took my call. I'm, I'm not a, uh, uh, a normal uh, radio sports fan, but I just got into it the past few weeks. But I just want to say that my, my issue is he's basically the most valuable player on the team. Do you agree? Um, yeah, he he definitely was the straw that stirred the okay. drink last season. That's for sure. Yep. Okay, so so tell me why a ten million dollar contract is is justifiable when you have offensive linemen who historically have been paid much less. You have some offensive linemen are getting paid twenty five million dollars as a tackle or a guard and you're only protecting one side of the quarterback or, or I, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But I you're, you're but, but Ruben, Ruben, the difference, the Ruben, Ruben, the difference, the difference is we're talking about the, we're talking about the guaranteed money. You're, you, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, and you're talking about, okay. They have incentives. They have incentives to, um, performance, performance incentives, correct? Right. So, so really, the hang-up here was the guaranteed money it's signing. Okay. That, I, I that's what. That's what the. That's what the holdup. And also, I was listening to um, some of your other ESPN shows earlier today, and um, some of your other. Um, Broadcasters were saying, oh, running backs are interchangeable. So if they're interchangeable after four years, who's going to be the next Hall of Fame running back? Is there going to be another Hall of Fame running back if they're only playing four years, six years? Well, I mean, Ruben, it's, it's, it's a good question. There's, there's, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, I, it's... Here, here's what the issue is. And this isn't just a, f- a few things. Number one, to me, Saquon Barkley is better than the average bear wide receiver. I, I mean, better than the average bear running back because there is a skill element that he possesses, that he brings into the passing attack that a lot of 
running backs in the NFL do not possess. So there's that. So I definitely put him in that upper echelon. Um, you know, the negatives with Saquon Barkley is that he has been injury prone. Last year was an outlier year. He was able to stay healthy. Um, but because there's a track record there in regard to his health and injuries, it's a big red flag for the Giants. And another thing is when you talk, it's not just Joe Shane. It's not just the Giants. Uh, any successful general manager in the NFL will tell you, you do not spend um, the, the majority of your money, you do not make a running back a high priority in regard to how much you are spending with your cap. You just don't. Because time and time again, it's next man up mentality. Guy comes in and he performs well. There's a number of running backs that um, teams look at and say, okay, I'm going to draft a running back and this is going to be my running back for the next four or five years. And, and, and they're getting that running back production on a rookie deal. That is the formula that has proven to win in the NFL. Not spending a lot of money at the, at the running back position. Again, albeit Saquon Barkley is different than your average bear running back. Um, so there is that. 800-919-3776. I know a number of people want to chime in. We're going to continue to take your calls. Tommy, Glenn, Ron, Buddha, Wes, hang tight. We'll get to all of you, I promise. Anita Marks in this evening here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Shark week. Shark week. It's happening right now. Oh my God. I love it. I love shark week. I love sharks. I find them fascinating. You know, (laughs) so one of the scariest things I ever did, um, I was living on South. Tell me guys. and, And by the way, we have Harvey and Joe who are producing the show tonight. Tell me if you guys would do this. So I was living on South, this was years ago. I was living on South Beach and um, they had, it was, it was during the summer, they had movies outside on the beach and they showed Jaws on the beach, on South Beach, while everyone floated around in little um, tubes in the water. You lost me that. at floating around in the water. <laughs> I would watch it on the beach, but I wouldn't be in no, the water. No, no, we watched it. We watched it. They had a, this huge screen, and we watched it while we were, we were on these inner tubes floating around, like, in the shallow shallow area of the beach. In the We were in the water watching, watching Jaws. Could you imagine? I'm good. It, 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 was like a, it was like one of the most frightening things I've ever done in my life. I was so scared. There were moments where I was crying. I was so scared there were moments I was crying. Anyway, Shark Week is going on right now. Um, if you don't know, now you know. 800-919-3776. Okay, so in the break, I, again, I, I, we always say like, oh man, if we could only air are in the break conversations and we were having a conversation and I said, hold off, let's stop talking right now. Let's have this conversation on air. So, um, so Joe and Harvey feel very confident that Saquon Barkley is going to be ready to go week one. Gentlemen, if, if he holds out of camp, it will be 
a huge risk for him to play week one. He will not be in football shape. Which is why it's I don't think. Which is why I don't think uh, he'll hold out at all. Oh, he's so uh, he's so ticked. He's so. Did you not hear the clip we just played when we started the show, the, Harvey? The guy wants to be a giant for life. He's been a team player since he's been drafted. He's been the model citizen. He's not going to make himself a distraction. Harvey, he is, than he is not going to show up to camp, dude. Dude, he is no, not. No, I don't think he'll show up to camp, but he'll be ready to play once once he signs his tag. Harvey, he he will he cannot. He, no, he will not be in football shape to play. It will be too risky. He will be risking his body for injury. And the last thing he wants to do, if he's playing on a franchise tag this season, is to risk his body for injury. There's Whether no it's... doubt in my mind he shows up week one, ready to go. There's no doubt I'm in my not, mind. He, but you're not, you're, not he, you're not hearing me. No, I get you. He, he will be. I'm with you. I believe that he is going to show up at the last possible minute that he can for training camp. I I do believe that at some point in time he will show up for training camp, but he is not going to be in quote-unquote football shape to play week one. And even if he does play week one, I think he'll be on a pitch count. If he does play week one, which I'm not anticipating, let's just, if he does hold out. Let's just say that's all true, right? He's not in football shape. He'll be coming in late and all that stuff. I have such trust. I could place all the trust in the world in the coach of the year named Brian Dable to handle him correctly until he's fully ready to go. Okay. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. And, 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 and know that the Giants medical staff is one of the most conservative in all of the 32 teams. So so a, a few things, right? So so there's that. And and we just heard the clip where he said, you know, I, I'll I'll prove to them my value. So what does that mean? It means, okay, see if you could win some games without me. Right? Are we in agreement there that that's what we took that's what we walked away with? That's what we took out of the soundbite? I'll prove my worth. I won't show up. I don't know. Maybe I won't maybe I won't show up at all this season. We'll see. Maybe I'll say F you to the Giants. Maybe I'll say F you to my teammates. We'll see. I'll show them my value. Let's see how they do without me. So 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 let me just ask you this. If this is what we heard, and, and again, he's saying, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna have to talk to my family. I'm gonna have to talk to my my team, my people. So so we heard that, right? We're all in agreement. We all heard the same thing. Do you think he's going to be rooting for the Giants week one to win without him? Let's be honest, guys. Let's, 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 be, let's really, let's put it all on the table. Let's call spade a spade. Let's put it all on the table. Oh, I'll prove to them. They want to see my value. They want to see my worth. Let's see what they can do without me. You think Saquon's going to be rooting for the Giants week one against the Dallas Cowboys, guys? I do because I think he's going to be in uniform. Oh, my I yeah, God. I don't, know, I don't know why your voice faded at the end there, but I do agree. He's going to he's gonna root for the Giants. He's done nothing so, so in the it past. Will go, he's so done it no- will go against everything he's trying to prove. Do you realize that? No, I think he's two try- things can be, pro- can be true at once. I think he can prove his value by having a great season, balling out, and then saying, okay, you really want to sign me now? I'm going to go try to win a championship and get paid from a team that really wants me. I think this is going to be his last year as a Giant, 
and he's just going to have a ridiculous season and prove to the Giants, you should have signed me while you had the chance because I'm one of the best running backs in the league. I I I don't I don't I don't I, I are we are, are it, it This is not a we, bit by is, the way. Is, are, thing, are things lost are things lost in translation? Again, guys, let's just let's be human. Okay? I'm being human here. Okay? I'm being I'm being a human being. Based on what I just heard from Saquon Barkley. Oh, I'll, okay, I'll show you. I'm going to prove my worth. I'm going to show you my value. Let's see how you do without me. So if the Giants go out there and win, okay. Hey, we're winning without you, boo. Where are you? How's that? Now it's going to backfire. If they win, it backfires on him. Right? We're still winning without you. We got Brita. We got this rookie that we drafted, Eric Gray. Do you think they can win without him, though? I think they can. I think it'll be a lot more difficult. I don't think they're going to win as many games. I don't think they'd win as many games without him. But I think they can win games with him, without him. But that's neither here nor there. I'm just, like, th- these comments to me are, like, not good. Yeah, you're stunned. You make it seem as though he just lit everything on fire when he still has a franchise tag in front of his face that he could sign and then show up whenever he's ready. I, I know what's out there, Harvey, but I, I know what I just heard. I know what I just heard, too, and you make it seem as though he just ended his relationship with the Giants. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that he ended his relationship with the Giants. I just don't think this was very wise for him. I, I totally understand him feeling this way. I totally understand him having this conversation with his wife or his significant other or his parents or his agent. But to say this publicly, oh, oh, bad, bad look, bad look. 800-919-3776. Let's continue with your calls. Let's go to Tommy in Connecticut. Tommy, welcome in. Anita, good evening. Hi. So, I got a couple quick things, and please don't cut me off because I'd love to have some back and forth with you, and I'll make it quick so we don't hold up the other callers. Uh, One, can we both admit that the deal that Saquon was offered at the bye week of last season, he probably should have taken? Absolutely. The deal that that he was given prior to them offering Danny a deal, absolutely. Exactly. Before Daniel Jones was offered. Yep. It was it was uh, it was the best deal. It was the best deal that they had offered. Once they signed Daniel Jones, um, then then the deals for Saquon post Daniel signing were not as lucrative. Yes. Right. So then as far as these sound clips that keep circulating. So I didn't really have to do a whole lot of digging. um, And I'm not even going to use the name of this podcast because I'm pretty sure they're benefiting from all of the traction that they're getting this is the second episode of this podcast so clips have been cut short where he's just the part where he says you know oh all i got to do is withhold my services goes on and on about his relationship with the mara family his attachment to the tri-state area where he's like i don't want to do that 
So it, a lot of these clips are just making it look like he's he's being saltier than he is. He was just – and also, I guess was released Monday. I don't – who knows when it was recorded. It's, this was not after that deadline. At the end of the day, though, and Tommy, don't go anywhere. Let's just let's do the let's let let's do this, gentlemen. I want you to replay the clip, replay the clip for us right now, please. This is my leverage. My leverage is, I can say F- you to the Giants. I can say F- you to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my worth? You want to show you how much how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. I right. won't play it down. And that's a play I can use. Do I? Anybody knows me. Knows that's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has it something that crossed my mind. It's like I has never, to. I never thought I would ever do that. But like now, I'm at a point where it's like, Jesus, like I, I might have to take it to this level. And like, am I willing? Am I prepared to take it to the level? I don't know. That's something I got to sit down and like I got to talk to my family. I got to sit down, and talk to my team. Got to really, you know, strategize about this. Can't just like go off of emotions. So uh, again, Tommy, he said, I don't know. It's a, it's a pretty extreme level, but it's something that him and his team are contemplating. It, it, no, it definitely is. And, and, I, and I, I spoke with you and Bart with it earlier in the week where obviously he can show up and just say, oh, you know, I got this, I got pulled hamstring. It, no, he's definitely not going to play in any preseason games, but he's going to be there with his team. He's just, he's just too much of a leader. And and he means so much to this organization. Okay, but and and Tommy, I appreciate the phone call. Um, and and I'm going to continue to take calls. Then why aren't we hearing that? If that's the case, why aren't we hearing that? All right, hey, you know, I, I really I really feel that I got you know the poop end of the stick. I'm not happy with this, but. He hasn't even signed. He he hasn't even signed his uh, his tag yet. If 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 that's the case, you know, we we couldn't come to agreement. So I'm gonna have to play. I'm gonna have to play on the tag. So I'm gonna sign the tag. I'm gonna put my best foot forward, and I'm I'm gonna hope that next year is better. We're not hearing that either. And I'm not saying that that's what he needs to do or that's what he should say. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just. I'm I'm only I'm going on what we have and what we have heard from him. That's all I'm going on. And again, he didn't say that this is what he's going to do, but he throw he threw it out there with that this this is a possibility. He doesn't know what he's going to do, but this could be an avenue. This could be behind door A. 800-919-3776. Buddha, Ron, Glenn, Dylan, Mike, hang tight. We'll get you next. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. And I love that it's almost 11 o'clock at night on this Thursday, and we've got a full bank of calls. I must have really pissed somebody off. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's, get to, uh, let's get to your calls. Let's go to Glenn in New Jersey. Glenn, you're up. Hey, Anita. How you doing? Hey, good evening. Hey, I'm not a Giants fan, but, you know, it's kind of like a bad optic for him. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he is a fan favorite. Um, it kind of reminded me when I heard the comments of Luttrell Spiro back in the day um, and I, how that kind of tanked his career. Uh, I'm going to jump uh, off for you comment. 
Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I think it's teetering. Um, because again, I, I just, you know, I, I, I understand that this was a, this was a conversation that he had on this, on this podcast to talk about the options and the avenues that he could take, right? He's not saying that this is what he's going to do. Um, you know, um, so there's that. And, 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 and by the way, again, I don't believe that this is what Saquon does. I, 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 how I think that this is going to play out is Saquon is not going to show up to camp. He's going to show up at the last possible minute, not playing any preseason games. And, um, and unfortunately not be ready for not being quote unquote football shape for game one. When, when will we see Saquon Barkley play? Um, I wrote down uh, the schedule. Here we go. So the Giants take on Dallas with the the home opener on Sunday night. Then they have to travel across the country, and they're at Arizona and at San Francisco. And from what I understand, they're going to stay out there on the West Coast that that those entire two weeks. Could be wrong. I don't think I am. And then they're home against Seattle. And don't sleep on Seattle. I got Seattle winning the division, by the way. And then they're at Miami and at the Bills. Seriously? Um, so, so let's just say I, I, loss against Dallas, win against Arizona, loss against San Francisco, loss against Seattle. I don't know. By week five, is Tua still going to be healthy? Uh, it's probably, let me, that's probably my biggest concern this season, guys is is Tua being able to avoid another concussion because one more concussion that's it well it's not even um, concussion at this point it's just injuries period because go go back to his time in Alabama he's always hurt always oh oh I know I hear it from Mama Mimi every day every day my mom is telling me about that um but injuries are one thing you're absolutely right Joe injuries are one thing but this dude gets another concussion. I'm sorry, the NFLPA, the NFL, they're going to have to step in and say, uh, listen, young man, like this isn't the job for you. Because now you're, you're, I, I mean, even somebody would have as to step it, in. You're right. Somebody, somebody has, somebody has to step in and, and do something because even the number of concussions that he's already had and he's already suffered, I have concerns for him down the road. So now we've got, if he was to, to suffer another one. So I'm just, we'll see what happens there. I pray to God nothing happens to him this season. It's my biggest concern. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Ron in Tom's River. Ron, welcome in. Good evening. Hey, hey. Um, so I think this is full-blown damage control from the, uh, from the his agent's standpoint. Uh, everything that we know about Saquon, this is not the person that we know for the last five years of five seasons so i feel like the the definitely the agents fumbled the bag with this saquon mm-hmm. now they have to kind of kind of backstep and pivot uh all this is just hurting saquon and i think he knows that and the type of competitor he is he's not going to miss camp i can almost guarantee you that um but uh, overall you better hope the offensive line doesn't do well man because if they do well and they just have these these running backs coming along it's gonna you know it's gonna really take some steam out what he's trying to do but overall, I just – and another thing, Anita, like you said the Giants are going to 
do can, can do well. You got them like one and five in the first five games. What's going on with that? You're talking on both sides of your mouth, also, which is kind of. Uh- you know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking on both sides of my mouth. They have a really difficult schedule. The Giants have a really difficult schedule. They're over under win total the seven are, and a half, Ron. They're the over Giants, under win total seven and a half. The Giants are closer to the Cowboys than than what a lot of people are thinking, and then they can certainly beat Arizona. And then thank you for that. Um, and then the, yeah, you can chalk up an L for San Francisco. They lost really close to the Seattle Seahawks, which was two fumbles from Richie James last year. Okay, so they can easily be four and one going against, uh, you know, in in week six or week five. I mean, you know, they they do have a shot here to kind of, you know, to to repeat early last year what they did. Ron, I'm sitting here saying that I do believe offensively that they can still put up some points without Saquon Barkley. I agree with you. I'm saying that I'm Ron. I'm saying that there's a possibility. Their schedule is difficult. Dallas is the only sure 100% game that I feel ultimately 100% confident they'll win is Arizona. That's the only one. Colt McCoy is going to be starting for the Arizona Cardinals. Other than that, how confident are you that they're going to beat Dallas? How confident are you that they're going to beat the 49ers or Seattle or Miami at Miami or at the Buffalo Bills? How confident are you? I, I, I can't I can't sit here and absolutely tell you that they're going to beat those teams outside of Arizona. Their first, what, one, two, three, four, five, six games? That's what I'm saying. But if, if, if anybody believes that this Giants offense is going to be able to still put up points even though they don't have Saquon Barkley, it's me. I've been talking about it for weeks now. I, I, I love these additions. I can't wait to see how Brian Dable is going to utilize Darren Waller. Can't wait. I don't think he's going to utilize him as a, as a true tight end. I think he's going to utilize him more as a wide receiver. I think he's going to put him in the X and the Y and the Z. I think he's going to put him all over the place. I love the addition of, of Jalen Hyatt, one of my favorite wide receivers coming out of this year's draft out of Tennessee. Love him. Arguably one of the fastest players in the league, let alone on the Giants. And, you know, I've been reading up on, um, on, on Eric Gray. The, the, the running back that they drafted from Oklahoma. There's some, there's some hefty expectations for him. Maybe not this season, but possibly in the next two or three years. Maybe that was a big reason why the Giants uh, didn't offer all that Saquon Barkley wanted. 800-919-3776. We'll continue with your calls. Mike Dillon, Jose Buda. I know you guys want to chime in. We'll also switch from gears uh, as the Jets and Aaron Rodgers arriving to camp a little bit sooner than most. Why? Because they're playing in that Hall of Fame game in Canton. So uh, so Aaron Rodgers spoke to the media today. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll play some of those sound bites for you as well. Anita Marks in this evening here on 90.7 ESPN.